Hey, what's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI, the Car Shipping Business Channel. My name is Jay. It's Tuesday night. You know, my goal every Tuesday night is to bring you another trade show level business presentation to you wherever you are because your automotive business deserves the latest in transportation news. And if you're busy, and I know you are, in a minute, I'm going to give the welcome show lineup. You're going to know what to expect if you're watching on demand. You can skip ahead by using the clickable video time codes below in the description. Uh, please do leave a comment, share, like, tell your friends, and thanks for watching ATI. Much like the designation of PhD, have you noticed that certain folks in automotive have a C-A-R after their name? Do you know what it takes to get CAR certified? Certified Automotive Remarketer. It's 20 course units, remarketing, pre-sale, sale, post-sale, plus legal ethics and terminology. Can you imagine the benefits of an education that could change your career in automotive? Why get CAR certified? We're going to answer that question tonight. We've got Tony Long, Scott Kolb, Lisa Hanmer, Becky Anderson, Dave Sutton, and Mike Antich. So please join the live chat, ask your questions, share your thoughts, grow your business, break out of your vertical. It's Tuesday Nights Live on ATI Auto Business. My name is Jay. I'm your host. Welcome back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business, the car shipping business channel. My name is Jay. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me again on a Tuesday night. We've got a special lineup, um, another big show, and great stuff we want to tell you about. I put you a link in the live chat in case you want to study up real quick. First of all, let me just say, please do feel welcome. This is ATI. This is the Car Shipping Business Channel, and all verticals are welcome. So please, carriers, dealers, brokers, dispatchers, auctions, insurance, tech, OEM, everybody, please do feel free to say hello in the live chat. Put in a link. Let us know what you're looking for. What good news do you have to share? Great opportunity. Free advertising in the live chat. So we got Tony and Scott going to help give the overview of car certification. And after we talk to Tony and Scott, we're going to bring in Lisa Hanmer and Becky Anderson. Now they are recent car certification graduates. And they're going to tell us, we want to know, what's, what's your favorite thing about the program? Who did you meet? What did you learn? We're going to learn more about it with them. And if that's not enough, we're going to bring in Dave Sutton and Mike Antich. Now, uh, Dave and Mike go way back as far as the program's, you know, education and topics. And so this is a big show, and I've started it off about as perfect as anything can go. Show 250, and uh, I'll tell you what, do me a favor. Stick around, because right after this, we're going to go into the live chat. We're going to try to say hello. Location services, collateral recovery with pinpoint precision, and advanced proprietary technologies. 
your single source for nationwide collateral recovery. LS Recovery, certified and compliant. LS Skip, experienced recovery. LSPR, advanced plate recognition. LS Impound, precision capture. LS Remarketing, nationwide auction partners. LS Keys, professional locksmith. LS Transport to any destination. LS Titles, verified documentation. LS Auto Notice, secure fulfillment. One contact, one contract, we do it all. Location Services. Recovery, skip, LPR, remarketing keys, transport and titles. Location Services provides nationwide collateral recovery with pinpoint precision. One contact, one contract. Visit locationservices.com. Links in the live chat. Well, thank you, live chat. And that's, man, I'll tell you what, it's really helpful in the beginning of the show to have the live chat in there to let me know they can't hear me. I'm muted. In fact, half of the live chat is no longer hello, live chat. It's, Jay, we can't hear you. So uh, please let me know if you can still, if you can now see me and hear me. Thank you so much for taking the time to join ATI on a Tuesday night. I do want to say this. I didn't get the chance to say this before. You know, you can share this. Uh, you can click plus save. You can watch it later. You can get the podcast. Let us know how we can help you. You can also, if you need information, you're trying to get centered, figure out what's going on. You can call or text Ty. 417-483-2764. Lots of people actually do that. So feel free to take his time and do that too. Let's go to the top of the... Uh... Oh, interesting. I don't. I don't, Will, but I'm going to get to that. Uh, top of the chat, John LAI Auto Transport. He said hello first. Thank you so much, John. Of course, Ty, Cars on the Move in the live chat. The IARA, ready to roll with car certification. That's fantastic. Thank you. Kimberly is in the live chat. Welcome to Tuesday Night's Live. Dave Sutton, thanks for having the IARA in the house. I'm going to stop there for a second. You know, Dave, I'm really glad to have the IARA in the house. The last time we had IARA on ATI was actually the 20th anniversary, which was last fall. Of course, we went live at Car Conference in March, but, um, man, that show was so busy, we just got a few interviews in, so I'm really happy to have you guys back. Thank you for taking the time. Scott Kolb is here. He's a CAR, ready to roll. Okay. So you can see and hear me okay now. It looks like that's true. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for letting me know. I'm telling you, you, you saved me. Because I didn't know, obviously, I was still in the middle of dealing with whatever <laughs> happened there, the dust particles. And I didn't notice, so thank you so much. You can imagine one-man show production... It can get out of hand quick. Dana Barkley is here. Hey, Queen Bees Logistics. Oh, what's going on, Dana? Thanks for saying hello. Tell us more about Queen Bees Logistics. Here's This would be my first question. Dana, do you work in auto transport as well? Or is it freight? Or do you do both? Flatbeds, reefers, car haulers. What's your specialty? And that applies to everybody tell me more about your business and what you're working on all right will morris jay do you know what coach rick patino said about phds when asked about his success 
I don't. I don't, Will, but I'd love to know what it is. So thank you for posting that in the live chat and saying hello. Uh, well, I have a few more minutes before I get... Oh, here we go. When asked about how he was able to win at the rate he did, he said that he only recruited PhDs. Oh, I can tell there's more. It's coming. Will is going to tell us... Is there a third part? What's up, Chris? In the ATI ecosystem. We're going to go into industry news here in a couple minutes. Um, I actually have quite a bit of news to get through. We're going to leave the live chat open. Top of mind is car certification. And Ty's going to mention this when he comes in, is that one of the reasons why we talk about this a lot, we'll talk about auction, you'll hear us talk about Auction Academy, you'll hear, hear us talk about car certification. We're interested in any educational programs in automotive. So if you have an education program, whether it's, you know, reconditioning, remarketing, service. I actually, I'd like to know more about service. I'd like to have somebody from service on the show and do a show about what goes on in service. Because uh, as I'm positive that when we break out of our vertical and we understand what the other verticals are doing, it is actually going to help with what we do. And when asked for the explanation, he said they only played players that were poor, hungry, and driven. I knew it. PhDs, poor, hungry, and driven. Thank you, Will. That is awesome. Appreciate that. A little irony there as well. Um, so we love educational programs, and we're going to keep pointing this out too. What is the educational program in auto transport that we can all agree really helps the industry what is it i don't know i'm still looking for that answer ponder that we'll be right back with some industry news transport auto quoter is by far the leading auto quoting software on the market and the only auto quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the u.s so you don't have to worry about it the best part is that no change with your current software is needed just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. Our PriceWatch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. I know you need an auto shipping quote and broker software you can trust. Provide instant, accurate quotes online with Transport Auto Quoter and move with Pro ABD CRM. Visit superflowsystems.com. Links in the live chat. Uh, it is time. Let's do some industry news. Let's do that. Try and get back on track here. Here we go. Show. This is, <laughs> this is the funny part. Show 250 in a row and you never know what can happen. 
Why Get Car Certified? The Certified Automotive Remarketer Program by the IARA. Stand by. Breaking news. Mark is making martinis in the Super Chat. Thank you so much, Mark. Uh, use TAQ APIs to get instant quoting for all your transport needs. Great point, Mark. What Mark is talking about is that not only does Transport Auto Quoter help your business give instant quotes, but now we know as there's more and more software in automotive to help people get instant quotes, what drives that engine? Transport Auto Quoter by Superflow Systems. Thank you very much, Mark. Really do appreciate that. Links in the live chat. Oh, Mark's in the live chat. You can just ask, ask him a question now. Show 250. Why get car certified? I mentioned that we had the IARA on ATI for their 20th anniversary last fall. And also, you can go to IARA.biz to learn more about the International Automotive Remarketers Alliance and or They've got a summer roundtable that you can go to in August in Nashville. So the car certification program, yes, certified automotive remarketer. By the end of this show, you should know something more about the CAR program. We're going to be talking about it more tonight, meeting people involved in it, people that have just graduated. Um, yes, there are 20 course units. I would like to learn a little bit more about each unit, but it's a lot of ground to cover, a lot to ask. So we'll do the best we can. So much there. You know, on ATI, we talk about the entire industry ecosystem. OEMs, auctions, dealers, shippers, services, brokers, carriers, equipment, regulations, and loads, and how that affects and intersects tonight's show services, auctions, dealers, shippers, carriers. We always talk about the front of the store and the back of the store and how they connect. Because if you stay on one side of the store and ignore the other side, good luck. We put business first in auto transport on ATI Auto Business. That's what we do here. Hey, what's up, Carlos? ACB Logistics in the house. Uh, and since we do connect front of the store, back of the store, we had a nationwide collateral services show with Location Services recently. Find out all the things they do. You can watch their show. You can learn more here. You'll see sprinklings of information tonight. Same goes with Rapid Recon. Man, that was another great show. Shedding light on how transportation intersects with the rest of automotive. Um, we actually have a pre-owned auto logistics show coming up, but as a teaser, Jeremy and Mike were on with us on Cars on the Move on Friday. Great show. And in fact, check this out. Uh, pre-owned has a new job alert for an order entry specialist. Maybe you know somebody still looking for an opportunity in automotive. Try pre-owned auto logistics. Our show last week, Start Hotshot Car Hauling Business Cycle. Something that has to be talked about, again, because this gets into the theme of where did you get that idea? Where did you learn 
Why do you think you want to be in this industry? What information do you have so far? Hotshot Trucking is a popular Facebook thread. Let's do this. Hotshot Trucking. And, and this guy posted, I got a truck and I'm ready to get started. Tell me all the ways to get started. Okay. Did you just buy that truck? Because if you did, and you are asking Facebook the best ways to get started, I just want to know, seriously, where did you get that idea? Because around 60% of new restaurants fail in the first year, nearly 80% before the fifth anniversary. Trucking is a lot like opening a restaurant. Opening a trucking business. By the way, did you see that, did you see that new AB5 California update? 70,000 independent contractors? No? Okay. Um, here's one. After 20 years, I personally give up the game. I still have a truck and trailer that runs for all my local customers. But I got to where it was no fun. Insurance tripling over the years. Fuel price going through the roof. This stuff is real. So if you, if you, if you like your uh, vehicle transportation provider, check with them to see how business is going. Do that for me and Ty. Why is everyone selling their equipment? Another. This is another Facebook group. Why is everyone selling their equipment? Well, one reason is fuel. Uh, another is because uh, this isn't forever. It will just keep going down as people still take cheap loads making money for the brokers. And oper oh, you can't see the last one. Operation costs are going up while load rates are going down. Don't think it's true? Take a survey. See how see how your transportation providers are doing. Just check with them. I say, where did you get that idea? Uh, we did a show on where did you get that idea. It's something I ask all the time now. Seems strange to some. But there was this thing called Auto Haulers University. And you know what the real irony is? It ended the same year I started ATI. Serendipity. Uh, but there isn't one. It doesn't exist anymore. So where, you know, where do you get your training? I mean, even, there's there's training for all kinds of things. Uh, here's NIADA talking about buy here, pay here training. Um, oh, hey, we've got car certification, certified automotive remarketer training. See what I did there. Um, and uh, with all the course units available... Wouldn't it be great if we had like an overview of or let's do it again. An overview of auto transport course units. Unit one, where'd you get that idea? Unit two. This is a truck. I mean, I you know, I don't know. It's funny that we don't have we don't have that. But uh you will see, and I this is why I think it's I think it's coming. Because you will see on social media sprinklings of uh, transportation and tech companies talking. You know, our focus is to understand your needs and work alongside you to be it, you to create value. You'll see, you know, indications. Here's one. Uh, Want to know what other features make our equipment highly effective? Talking about the chop roof on the stinger steer. 
Oh, how'd this slide get in there? <laughs> I'll keep moving. But I just wanted to... I did want to mention at some point in the show... Um, oh, here's what I wanted to show you. So it's... We have over... Oh, over 2,000 hours watched last month. All right, keep going, Jay. Seems kind of shameful. Um, oh, that's it for the slides? Really? Man, everything is off tonight. That's okay. There's more in the, in the second half after the... Uh, after the are you a car shipping guru questions? Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you for making martinis in the super chat. Really do appreciate that. You know, um, we know that this is how a lot of folks do get their car shipping news. It's on ATI. And sometimes we just ask the really good questions. Sometimes just asking a good question is news in some ways. Here on Tuesdays, where we tell you, to go ahead and put it up on the big screen. Uh, you know, this is a family show. So here's what I want to do. Every Tuesday night, I've got five new questions. That's right, step right up. Five brand new questions on Are You a Car Shipping Guru? Ask Larry. This is powered by ATI and Superflow Systems. You guys ready for question one? Here we go. C-A-R in the I-A-R-A CAR certification program stands for is a California Asset Recovery, Collaborative Audience Roundtable, Conference of Auction Reconditioners, or is it Certified Automotive Remarketer? Look at those answers rolling in. Who's got the answer? Does anybody know? All right, I'll just give it. All right, this is a gimme. I will go ahead and give you that one. <laughs> Certified Automotive Remarketer. That's right. C-A-R. After this show, anybody watching after this show, you will know what C-A-R means. We know PhD means poor, hungry, and determined. Is it? Poor, hungry, and driven. And C-A-R means Certified Automotive Remarketer. Here we go. Question two. What is the most appropriate carrier pay amount to ship a 2014 Land Rover Range Rover from Mankato, Minnesota to Siosset, New York? Is it 610, 850, 1025, Don't know the answer? Man, this would be a great time for Mark's Transport Auto Quoter API. This is the number that will get it moved. This isn't the $5 number the shipper might like, and it's not the $12,000 a carrier might like. It's the number that will get it moved in today's market, given fuel and all the other craziness. The problem is, where is Mankato and where is Seoset? You want to know the miles, the going rate? Yes, Jay, we know. Um, I'm going to guess... Mm, I'm going to go with 1025, but it could be 1220. I think rates we've been... If, if you watch Dispatching Live lately, we talk about rates and loads. My guess is that, uh, you know, the rates are still not as high as some would like. Oh, hey, Chris. Nice spin. Oh, great. You know... YouTube recently asked me 
if I wanted to try an experiment of a more strict uh, filter and uh, I said yes, well, I guess it didn't work. So, so I guess we need it more stricter on the YouTube next time. All right. Yeah, you like the job, you're just broke. It's interesting. Well, that is part of the survey of asking your carriers how it's going. Oh, it's Sisoset. Thank you, Will. Will is really looking out for us tonight. That is, Will is going to get his own individual applause. 1025, it's on Long Island. 1025, Long Island. You have bridges. See, okay, since you said that, I'm going to say 1220. Because the rate itself should be up. How much are those tolls? And it's on... Oh, it's on... Oh, I see what you're saying. Shoot, man. I, I wouldn't do it for less than 1220 now that it's on... Now that I know it's on Long Island. Yeah, well... <laughs> welcome to the party! <laughs> Thanks, Ty. That was funny. All right, well, let's see this answer. Instead of all this jibber-jabber. Okay, there we go. See, that's what I'm saying. Long Island... New York City. You know, it's like that salsa commercial. Long Island. I wouldn't do anything less than 1220 going in and out of Long Island. Really, the thing, and you might know this too, Will, is that finding a transportation company, you'll find like a, a large company to find somebody. But if individual companies, unless they live in Long Island, they don't go into Long Island. That's just, I think that's the name of the company. All right, here we go. Question three. Ready? Here we go. The mission of the CAR program is to enhance and promote the profession of vehicle remarketing, elevate the conflict between carriers, brokers, and dispatchers, inform dealers that OEMs are moving towards electrification, or increase the value of used vehicles before being transported. Go ahead and ponder that one for a second. Answer is enhance and promote the profession of vehicle remarketing. So now you know what it stands for. Now you know its purpose. Question four. What is the most appropriate carrier pay amount? Is you have a 2015 Audi A5 from Powder Springs, Georgia to Cedar Falls, Iowa. 400, 605, 840, 1130. Ooh, Becky got it. Ty got it. Oh, and Dana's got locating a port. That's fantastic. <laughs> that was one of the answers to last week's question. That was the answer to Skip Trace. Which I think the real answer was uh, driving through the auction fence. But you know, Georgia to Iowa. Mm, it's a sedan. Georgia to Iowa isn't exactly a route for a lot of people. I'm going to say 840. I don't think 1130. I think that 
11.30 would sound like an enclosed rate. You like the trivia? Thank you, Becky. Appreciate that. I know, Mark, right? I think about that when I uh, write questions three, 1, 3, and 5. Is that... Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, yeah, the traffic. Well, the traffic... Exactly. Traffic, pricing, and all the forget-about-its. I mean, you know. What's the answer here? I think it's 840. Anybody? Oh, Silverman's got 2150. All right, let's see what we got here. Okay, I I, I got that one. Yeah. Man. Okay. All right, here we go. One more question. Here we go. In the car program, how many course units are there? Is it one? Is it five? Is it 20? Or is it 100? You see where this is going? Uh, let's see here. What we're going to do is we're going to give that answer here in a minute. Please do. Oh, please do say hello. Thank you so much for joining us on a Tuesday night. We're only 30 minutes into the show uh, in this football game. The first quarter is now over. We're about to move into the second quarter. It's going to be a great show. We have so much, and um, I really do appreciate you jumping in. Yes, everybody's got that. Look at that answer just rolling in. 20. All right, there are 20 course units in the car program whose purpose is to enhance and promote the profession of vehicle remarketing. That's how you get the C-A-R after your name, and it is a certification. We're going to learn more about the value of that certification and the pride that goes with it, so please do stick around. It's time for me to take a quick break. I'm going to grab another sip of my ELD punch, so stick around. We're going to be right back. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verification of loads when nobody answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years of experience in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417 273 0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Everybody wants to be part of a bigger story. Auto transport is a vital part of that story. Vehicle reconditioning starts when your transport arrives at the dealership. The story starts with you. For our auto retail customers, as yours, full satisfaction. Car dealers can see the rapid recon difference with transparent communication through the vehicle reconditioning software process, auto remarketing, dealer inventory management. Visit rapidrecon.com. All right, cool. So here we go into, uh, that's right, we have industry news part two. Here we go. Thanks, everybody, for saying hello in the live chat. Storm is blowing in the hills of East Tennessee. Ooh. Well then, here we go. This is going to be interesting. Let's do this. VehicleRemarketing.com uh, Remarketers, consigners ready to connect on big developments. 
This is a recent article by Martin Romju, Bobbitt Media. Last year, the annual IARA Summer Roundtable took on an agenda for an industry and vehicle market wracked by a global pandemic and looking how to adjust this year. Even bigger disruptions and changes are redefining marketing. We've not seen the kind of structural shifts before in our industry we're going through now, said IARA President Jeff Fesher for the 2021 through 2023 uh, two-year season citing electrical vehicle adoption shifts in the global economy. The IARA is bringing in outside experts on such topics as cybersecurity, that is a big one, to complement industry perspectives. What we're trying to do is present and share the information that will drive strategy for our members so they can see succeed going forward. Two specific topics that will command attendee attention are the outlook for vehicle volume among consigners and where the economy overall is heading in this volatile environment. Some are saying we're already in a recession. How does that impact business, affect prices of used cars? People don't have a disposable income. It's forcing them to cut back on expenses. How do remarketers adjust to that? We're still looking for more cars, says Jeff. Every consigner asking, where are the cars? We're seeing an uptick in repos, but the supply and demand issues are still out of whack and will be for quite a while. And this affects fleet members, rental car, OEM. Meanwhile, consigners need to look for many new models emerging as EV production expands. And that raises the question of how manufacturers will balance factory output of EVs versus internal combustion engine vehicles. Along with EV data analytics, this summer's roundtable will examine how the nation world will create enough charging infrastructure for EVs and how such vehicles could plug into the power grid and supply energy. So that's at the roundtable happening. That's next month. Make sure you're signed up. We'll see you there. We're going to be live at the IARA Summer Roundtable in the hallways, on the periphery, but ATI loves to go live and get coverage and talk to you so let us know how we can help give a shout out to this is a shout out to the iara sponsors that help make sure these programs go together takes a lot of people time energy and money events and meeting schedule this is wednesday's schedule um so there you go get a rundown of that this is Thursday's schedule. So put it on your calendar. August 17, August 18. They put a lot of energy into this. There's a lot of them. These committees are packed with education and knowledge and conversation. Uh, here's some news. Auto plants in Europe and North America auto plants. Well, they got a little duplicate duplicative nature here, but that's okay. Just cut another 104,000 vehicles out of their production plans because of chip shortages. Okay. They lost 100,000 vehicles because of chip shortages. So let's go to this. Chip shortage. Some industries now have too many. Demand is cooling for chips in PCs and smartphones. So the COVID pandemic spurred an unprecedented supply crunch, shutting down semiconductor facilities, factories, while also f 
fueling demand for consumer electronics is what else are you going to do at home all day? Now, some chip makers are warning of cooling demand for parts used in PCs and smartphones, while automakers continue wrestling with a shortfall. So I guess that's interesting. Supply constraints are not being felt equally. The biggest customers are getting priority Apple, for example, but industrial and autos are being pushed back on the burner. Chip production used in premium and mid-tier 5G devices has also outstripped demand. Chips in cars are still recovering. Cars are becoming data centers on wheels, and EVs use four times as many chips. Can we let somebody know that automotive needs the chips? Is that possible? Who do we know? Who do we know in Washington? In other news, West, Cor West Coast port labor talks could further squeeze autos. Uh, the union is in negotiations with the Pacific Maritime Association for a new contract. Central to it is certain to be new investments in port automation. You'll like that labor. Uh, assembled vehicles arrive in ships, not containers. The auto terminal at LA, which handles Nissan, Infiniti, and Mazda, brought in 101,000 units in 2021. And Toyota Logistics operates one of the terminals at the Port of Long Beach. So the Auto Transport 2022 does have impact. Okay, Jay, that's that's this segment. What's this? It's your second warning, Jay. Um, e Block says that transport quotes are now live on eBlock. Did you hear this? Transport quotes give buyers increased transparency and allow them to make an informed decision during the checkout process. Dealership groups turn to Venmo and Zelle to pay customers for used cars. Interesting. As we know, carriers like Cash App Digital payment platforms are being used at some of the nation's largest dealership groups as an option vehicle sellers can select to receive payments. But do they accept crypto in the metaverse? Final article here tonight. Executives share insight on current auto transport trends. The entire auto industry has been impacted by recent trends in current business environment, including COVID impacts, labor shortages, supply chain hiccups, and more. Perhaps no branch of the industry has been affected as much as the vehicle transport and logistics side of the business. COVID restrictions, a shortage in drivers, new and used supply tightening has rocked the industry over the past couple of years. That said, the transportation and logistics space is no stranger to change and innovation, and many companies have adapted to these changes and even excelled in this seemingly difficult environment. So Auto Remarketing Magazine picked the brands of top executives at leading transport and logistics companies at Assertus, at ATI, Montway, and Autosled, among others, to get a full picture. Jay Wurzberger, head of ATI. Oh, that's me. Cars should be a business channel on YouTube aims to daily shed light on the challenges and opportunities available in the transportation industry. When asked whether the COVID-19 pandemic had a large impact on the industry, Jay told Auto Remarketing the transportation business was stressed long before COVID came along, and 2021 just finished off many of the businesses that were already struggling. Trucking is so expensive it burns through cash so quickly, waiting for a check to arrive in the mail still doesn't cover the cost of needing to haul loads right now. 
Mike Trudeau, Executive VP of Business Development at Montway, said that when the lockdown happened the first time, businesses actually shot up because a lot of people were moving cars to different parts of the country. As the lockdown continued, capacity started to drop, but so did the carrier base. Dave Spro, auto sled, an enormous impact on logistics processes across all industries, and assertive CEO Trent Broberg said automotive is among the hardest hit. Jeremy Luisos also in there. Yes, the question is being asked, what is happening in transportation and logistics? And so we're seeing that firsthand as we read the news. What? We saw dealers. We saw quotes. We saw transporters. Pretty exciting stuff. If you want to, uh, if you want to learn more and you find this uh, is effective in keeping you up to date on what is happening in general, Please do get the ATI podcast. Let us know how we can help you. We have, yes, we have updated the name ATI Auto Business because this is a business channel in automotive. We are breaking out of our vertical. You got any questions about how to go about building your business? Call or text Ty Thompson, 417-483-2764. He's in the live chat. He wants to talk to you. We do go live several times a week. Actually, tomorrow we don't have live carrier advice, but it is Wednesdays at noon, well, every other week. But if you want some load board fun, you want to see these rates in effect, you want to see the craziness that happens on the load boards, like, we're not kidding. I mean, it's craziness. It's like, uh, tune in Thursday. This is a family show. But you, you tune in Thursday. And this is why carriers need dispatchers. Because booking loads is not easy. Murphy Auto Transport Services has an opening if you're a carrier looking for a dispatcher. Please do join us on Fridays and Cars on the Move. The ESPN of Automotive. Where we connect dealers, auctions, and carriers in a panel discussion format. Live and in the elements. A week ago we had Friends Don't Let Friends Haul Cars. Last Friday... We had, uh, oh, the show with Prion Auto Logistics. And this Friday, we have Dealer Toolbox Essentials with Michelle Hutchinson of Ship Your Car Now. So please do join us for that. Next Tuesday night, Auto Market Economics Q3 2022. That's going to be a great show. Please join us for that. And we also have the ATI Auto Business Advertiser Information. Q3 2022 is ready to go. If you want to learn more about it, let me know. We'll schedule a meeting, and I can tell you all about it. This is the Cars Should Be Business channel. My name is Jay. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight on Tuesday Nights Live on ATI Auto Business. All right, we're here. It's a quarter to eight, and it is now time. What we're going to do is, right after this short break, we're going to be live with Ty, and we're going to uh, we're going to take a look at how we got here to talking about car certification on a channel that started as a transportation logistics channel, and where we're headed with all of that. So stick around. We'll be right back after this. Why is auto shipping such a challenge? If shipping cars is part of your job, you've wasted time assigning and tracking shipments, waited around while deadlines are missed and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. And if you're a carrier moving cars, you've wasted time with bad contact info and shipments that aren't available, waited around for help locating vehicles and receiving payments, and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. At PAL, 
We integrate systems for seamless API automations, provide daily email updates, custom portals and reporting, provide ACH quick pays, and we never hide from any questions. Join the auto logistics revolution because it's time to do things better. Pre-owned auto logistics, vehicle transportation made safe, reliable, and easy. Pre-owned auto logistics provides car shippers with experienced professional drivers, a fully insured modern fleet and friendly knowledgeable service. Learn more at preownedautologistics.com. Links in the live chat. Good question, Will. So that's, oh, here is the one for Forum question. Who's winning more consignments right now? Digital auctions or brick and mortar? That's such a good, good question. Please chime in. We'd love to know. We're taking a live survey. Okay, here we go. It is now time. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is always on this show. I mean, he's at the trade shows. He's there on Fridays. Sometimes we even have phone meetings in between. Ladies and gentlemen, please do welcome the one and only Ty Thompson. Ty, what's happening, man? Pretty excited to be here tonight. This is probably my favorite show. Uh, ATI, the Car Shipping Business Channel, but I really, really love the IARA gang. <clears throat> that group, that group's an amazing group of people that we had the opportunity, I believe it was last last summer, was it? We were in San Antonio, is that right? So yeah, right, so and we've had, uh, we had San Antonio, oh man, I hit those wrong buttons again, hang on one second. Uh, we had them in San Antonio, okay, so San Antonio, was that August? Seems was like that it September? Was yesterday, really. <laughs> no, right? Okay, so that was a year ago. And then, so, and leading up to that live show, we had an energy show. I think one of our first energy shows, where we did yeah. a show before the show. And I think we even did a show after the show, because that was an amazing show. Yeah. Well, and so, you know, we're talking about car. What is car? Certified auto remarketer, right? Certified what does this have? Yep. Certified automotive remarketer. Did I yep. get it? I, yep. Right? <laughs> it's, a, it's a course that you take. And right. I haven't taken the course. Uh, I would love to take the course. I probably should take the course, honestly, because that way I can say I took it. But I think I what, <clears throat> a lot of the things, so it's like you guys are transport guys. Why, why is this important to you? Well, because if you're, if you're really on your transport company, like I encourage people to do, which is relationships with dealers and auctions. Yeah. These are good people, a good group of people to under, to know because they understand what the car is coming in and the car is going out and what happens in between that space, right? And so <clears throat> why yeah. I like to talk about is what we call front of the store, back of the store, right? Front of the store, and you started the store. that. Yeah. I've yeah, picked yeah. up well, a lot of your sayings. <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, you... you <laughs> I, I was standing in the transport parking lot one day and I was, I thought, man, we're, we're talking about two separate things here. So back to the IARA, IARA and car certification. I, I really enjoy getting to know these people more and more. Tony, I got to see Tony at the NIADA, yeah. which I love that. Caught option. him on camera. That was well, awesome. Yeah, he even, yeah, Tony did an interview. So, you know, in it, and that's what relationships are. It's, I remember the first time I met Tony, I was scared to death. And him, sorry, Tony, I really right, was. Right. Uh, <laughs> but it's Tony Long, right? I remember the first time I met Scott the Cole. Man, Scott's going to be, I mean. I know, Scott so, Cole, I agree. Yes, yeah. exactly. 
scared out of my boots, sweaty palms and everything. You I met I met Scott Colbert used car week, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, what is you know th this is important information for auctions. This is important information for dealers, right? This this information is important. Yes. And what we talk about is is you need to understand your customer. If you want to be an auto transport guy, I can assure you, people. <clears throat> They would. They understand you go through a lot of things, but the at the end they really don't care. And I'm saying that in as much love as I possibly can, because the reality of it is, is you're a service provider, and a service provider is supposed to really be doing one thing and doing it really well, and that's just getting the job done, right? So, <clears throat> what happens? People sell cars and people buy cars, and there's physical auctions and there's digital auctions, online auctions. And I think that's a great question. And by the way, my answer is going to be the physical auctions or the independent physical auctions are dominating. That's my answer. Let's clarify independent. Accelerate group for me still qualifies as independent because they, uh, to the best of my knowledge, they allow the auction manager, general manager to have autonomy, to make decisions and to do what works for his DMA. See, I heard a DMA. You guys know what DMA is? I get excited about this stuff. Something about your circle. So if you're a dealer and you have a DMA through. Uh -oh, is, it, is it market? Is it dealer market? No, it it's is, miles. It's, Something to do with miles. So if you're outside miles. of the dealer. Look at this. Oh, man. Well, I guess we just found a new Larry <laughs> question next week. What's a DMA? DMA. Yeah. yeah. Will knows. He'll throw it in live yeah, chat. Will put, yeah, Will, help us out. Throw us a lifeline in the live chat. But anyway, these these are the things that we I get excited about because these are the nuts and bolts of what I feel like your your customer, which your customer, in my opinion, should be a car dealer and an auction. So why is that my opinion? That's all I've ever done for 20 plus years now is dealt with auctions and car dealers. And it there are so many things that happen when you go to the auction to pick up a car. You need a gate pass. Then you got to find the car. Where is the car and why is the car in PSI? What's PSI? And why do I need to do a condition report on it after it's already had seven on it before it even ran through the auction, right? So these are the things that I, I feel, have always felt like, the more you understand about what you're doing, about what you're dealing with, the better you will be. The better you will be to navigate through all the things that happen to one car. We're just, we're just talking about one car, right? So... I'm excited because I get to learn something new from these guys. I'm also excited, and I encourage people to go to this particular conference, especially if you're in transportation, simply because these are the people that are, need our help more than anybody. And the more we understand them, the better we're able to serve them, right? But, okay, so I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. But will they, and let's turn it around. Do we find folks in remarketing at auto transport? conventions no but you know what we need to do a big aha shout out do your little clap or something for oh, okay here we go this is for aha auto aha. haulers association of america ahaa if you want to learn more about auto transport business owners we're talking asset heavy with the trucks with the drivers day in day out up all night maintenance problems whenever you go to Auto Haulers Association of America, and we want to thank them for having us uh, at their conference. When was that? May? Yeah. 
Yeah, that was a really good one, too, at the Porsche plant there in Georgia. We got to stay at the Kempton right across the street, and then we did the Porsche test track. So uh, Randy Beggs, that's where this was going. Randy Beggs, he's the owner, founder, proficient auto transport, I believe that's what yep. it's called. I know it's proficient. But anyway, we were at that conference, and they were making it clear that they needed a new chairman of the board. And I was giving Randy the raspberries. I said, Randy, you're going to be the next chairman of the board. And he's like, oh, come here, let me kick you in the face. <laughs> And guess who's the chairman of the board now? Yeah. Randy is now chairman Randy of the Bates. board. Yeah. Good and, job, and, Randy. That's and, a big deal. And another actually shout out to Randy's company, Proficient Auto Transport, is that Randy and his crew do go to other automotive trade shows, set up a booth, educate, and help uh, you know bring transportation into the light in the greater automotive ecosystem. So congratulations to that provision on a transport. Yeah. They're, wow. they're everywhere too. Good, good people. Uh, so back to IARA car yes. certified auto remarking. <laughs> Welcome to our phone meetings. This is what it's like. <laughs> we bounce. Everything with no. the audience clap. Okay. Well, but it's funny. I mean, Laura, uh, it's, is it Laura, Lori, Laura, Laura There's Dunn. Laura Dunn. Dunn. Yeah. She's yeah. everyone. I mean, I see her, I've gotten to know her just because of being at these conferences and she's, she'll be there. I guarantee you proficient, somebody from proficient will be there. So anyway, great people. Yes. Uh, and I amazing say conference. This. I yeah. want to say this about car is that I think one of the things that hit, hit you and I early on, as we learned more about car is, okay, do we have a car certification program in auto transport and if we did what would that look like what would it be See, that's where i think and i'm i'm sure this will come back later as we as we keep going but i think transportation is a natural part of the course and it, it there really isn't i mean they're at oh wow <clears throat> you're gonna be happily surprised i the last time we had dave sutton on a year ago i think he said they were they were thinking of it working on it talking about it and I think okay. he, I think there's more information about that tonight. Well, that and great. But you they're just, ahead of us then, because when in auto transport is there a course unit on auto remarketing? Say that again. In auto transport, will you find how many auto transporters are at truck stops right now talking about remarketing? Zero. Wow! Don't tell Larry. <laughs> How many car haulers are at the truck stop talking about auto remarketing right now? Zero. And and yeah, so <laughs> that 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 is actually a mic drop right there. No, it's the truth, and yeah, it it's nobody's being mean about it. What, what the the point is? What I'm saying is is <clears throat> there there may be some kind of concern slash fear. Why do we need to? put ourselves out there anybody for that man i mean ati i'm not talking to car or ira I mean, none of those people i'm just saying here's the thing the the driving the truck and the loading the cars that's the easy part we you can send them off to i'll meet you somewhere and i can show them how to do that in a couple of days maybe a week right but that that's that's the fun part slash easy part for me and I think for half the people that do this job, the other stuff that's really confusing and really takes up a lot of time is trying to understand why is this not going the way I want it to go? Does that make sense? As a transport guy. And I think what you just said sheds light on the, when I say, where'd you get that idea? 
when I look at the Facebook post and the guy says, here's my truck, now what do I do? And I think because they thought it was just driving, you know, this is just a driving job. No, that is no. the easy part. I mean, it's still not simple. I was watching a video of a guy having to deal with all the traffic and all that stuff, and, you know, that made, made me tense. I started yelling at people. But, you know, there's a lot to there's a lot to know, a lot to do, and that's why we're excited about the car certification program because it, it does. It teaches us, too. Well, what you'll see, I hope what you see, I, I think the last time we had the show and me being at the conference, I'm pretty confident when I say you'll see how this touches transport every step. You'll, you, I mean, it's to me, it's real obvious. We start talking about condition reports. We start talking about inspections. We start talking about when's the car going to get here, those kinds of things. And so I, now it would probably be the best time to bring start bringing people in before I just keep messing stuff up. No, I'm it's saying. absolutely, absolutely perfect. I was just typing in the live chat. So Tony and Scott, uh, you all are about to join us now on center stage. So here we go. Please do welcome back again on ATI, uh, Tony Long and Scott Cole. Um, they are going to help shed light from a macro view, the, the overview of the program of the Certified Automotive Remarketer Program. Please do welcome on center stage, Tony Long, Scott Cole. Scott, can you see me and hear me okay? Absolutely. Can you see and hear me okay? We can see you. We can hear you. How are you doing, Scott? I'm doing great, man. How are you guys doing? We're on fire. It's great <laughs> to be back here. Thank you so it's much. It's great to have you back. Doing. Thank you. And for even considering to have us on with you tonight. Well, you. you know, and, and shows like this, they're hard to put together because everybody's so busy. It's July, you know, um, and so I really appreciate everybody's time tonight. This is an important topic. And there's Tony Long. Tony, can you see us and hear us okay? I hear you and see you. I've been uh, trying to find a button to get into in the middle of this. This is, this is exciting. <laughs> Are you still safe from all those storms? Yeah, it's it, it, it. You know, when Jay and Ty come on screen, it just kind of calms everything. The storms go away. <laughs> it's all good. Jay, nice. Ty, you've put together an all-star cast tonight. Uh, you have got, uh, you know, and I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way uh, because Dave Sutton uh, put me on the straight and narrow earlier today. But but I I, I accused you of having the historians of the uh, association and so dave said that's a nice way of saying you've got old people on oh, here right i know that is a and yeah. and and scott and and uh uh mike antich and, and and dave these guys are the experts they they go way way back when this started and they know they can appreciate it more than i can because they know how tough it was putting it together and getting it going. I, I can talk a lot about what we're doing right now um, in, in a, this meeting in Nashville, but, but I just want to, I want to reiterate what Ty said a while ago. Um, if, if you are in the logistics industry and you think this has nothing to do with you, boy, think again. Um, you know, Scott spent years in the logistics industry. Dave, uh, currently, is doing a lot of things with our association um, and with the uh, training, and and he's going to tell you some more about that. I'm not going to burst any of their bubbles and, and uh, getting and and spoil what they have to share. 
but we're excited because we, we do have this conference coming up in Nashville, uh, August 16th through 18th. Um, we have a good number of logistics companies that are members. Uh, we have some that have national exposure that do national contracts. We have some that do the onesies and twosies um, that, that everybody has to have. Um, and, and so we find some of those networking with the big guys and we find them uh, networking with the guys who have the cars. And of course we represent the guys who have the cars. So you see auctions, you see logistics, you see everybody coming and going, trying to get into it. All I'm going to say about car certification um, and, and, and let these guys get into the, the weeds on it a little bit um, is that it is for everybody. I, uh, you know, you, you don't see logistics people talking about remarketers because basically they're in that picture and they maybe just don't realize it. Um, they're kind of like the, uh, the characters on the wizard of Oz, you know, where you've got this lion and scarecrow and, and, uh, they're, they're running around and they don't know they've got a brain and courage and a heart. Uh, but these guys are in the remarketing business. They are, we don't, we don't sell cars. Our guys don't sell cars unless they're moved somewhere. You cannot park and you cannot ship cars in cyberspace. I'm sorry. You can, you can make the order happen, but somebody's got to do it. Um, so we, we appreciate our logistics partners, um, and we see them and they sponsor us. Um, they're, they're active members. They get on committees. All of a sudden they find themselves sitting next to somebody that's a VP of remarketing for some OEM or some big fleet company. Uh, and they learn, uh, maybe they take car certification. We have had logistics people do that. Um, and they do quite well and, and they learn how this all works. They know what, uh, what was it, Jay, you were talking about the back side of the store and the, and the front side of the store. Front of the store, back yeah. of the store. That's right. Yeah. They learn both sides. So, uh, yeah, happy to be here. Let somebody else talk. Wow. That, I just want to say, first of all, thank you, Tony. You said a lot of great things there. I just made a note because I'm always making notes. Logistics companies are at trade shows. And I don't know if a lot of our industry realizes that. Now, I know drivers, most drivers are too busy. Most owner-operators are too busy to go to a trade right. show, which is why we try to help bring that to them while they're while they're they're busy running their businesses but there are a lot of transportation and logistics businesses at trade shows yes we we have we have uh we couldn't do our shows without the sponsorship and the support and the committee work uh that some of these logistics companies lend to us uh, it's it's just since i've been here i'm going on nine years this october but uh we we depend on them Scott, welcome to the show. It's great to be back with y'all. <laughs> it's great to have you. I here. think we were on, what, was it a year ago when we did the 20th? Yeah, right. The, exactly. Doesn't it seem like, when does it, right? When? How long ago does that seem? Because I looked it up, and I think it was like November? Yeah. Well, I think I missed you on one, Jay, but um, oh, I had, some, techni yeah, I I had some technical difficulties. Yeah, but a year yeah. ago... Yeah. You know, I was blessed and fortunate to be with you all again. Always a thrill to be here. So proud of what you you all are doing here. I think it's wonderful. But I'll say, just to kind of tie into what Tony just said, you know, when you're talking about all the key stakeholders, right, in an industry or a landscape or an ecosystem, 
you know, the cars move multiple times. The car, they're, they're financed multiple times. They're bought and sold multiple times. So, you know, when you look at it transactionally, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of activity and obviously moving a car is probably the largest, you know, budget line item expense that, you know, remarker or he or she has. So, um, you know, speaking specifically to car though, I mean, you've got the greatest landscape of subject matter experts in the vehicle. We'll just call it vehicle life cycle, right? Beginning to end of life. So you expanded ATI, so we'll expand remarketing to vehicle life cycle, if you will, right? Just a lot of, a lot of things happening. A lot of, a lot of folks, uh, you know, helping support that life cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, Scott, and, I think, and, and again, ahead. Ty, that's that's what makes the car certification so special, is that. Um, the mutual exchange of ideas, the best practices, all of the things that have been developed from the start of this going back so many years ago when we initially talked about it and all those subject matter experts, blue ribbon committees, people on each of these disciplines that volunteered their time to develop the content, uh, which I think Dave Sutton mentioned earlier in this broadcast, he's got some things to share. So it's just very exciting. It's just great to be a part of it and see it see so many that I'm sure he'll share that have really, really taken on what we call, this is the, this is the highest designation in the vehicle remarketing industry in the world. So that's what car is. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> I forgot. Um, I know Dave's coming on. Dave, it sounds like Dave's got a lot to talk about. It's almost like, where's Dave? All right, perfect. Another great segue because before we get to Dave and Mike, what we're going to do, and this is actually how tonight's show got started, um, I saw that there were recent graduates, and um, and they're going to tell us more about when that program ended and the course units, etc. So please do help me welcome. We've got Lisa Hammer and Becky Anderson, both recent graduates of the car certification program joining us now on center stage please do say hello in the live chat and all right there we got my my audio in the background hey how about you guys i'm sorry i didn't give you a better notice i'm terrible at that i get excited and i get lost in the content all right so um and again in the live chat here we go we have recent graduates becky anderson lisa hanmer um, Becky, I saw you first. Becky, please say hello. Can you see us and hear us okay? I can see you and hear you great. Can you see and hear me? We can see you. We can hear you. Note to Jay, let them know before you bring <laughs> them in too. Um, and Lisa, can you see us and hear us okay? I can. Good evening, everybody. How are you? Hey, Lisa. Hi. Good to see everyone. Thanks for having us on tonight. Becky, I'm just like... I can't wait to see you again. I know. It's been, it's been a, a while. Now? No, it hasn't no. Been we saw each other. Yeah. No, we've seen Somewhere each other. There. Used car week. Car conference. Car conference. Car conference, right. But I think I, know, that right? I originally met you at IARA. Is that right? It, no, oh, car conference. It was car, car conference in June. That's Last right. Year. That's when we first met Becky. No, that was yeah. only a year ago. Wow, time is uh, a little oh, over a year ago. A little over a year but, ago. Uh, yeah, and wow. since that year, 
Becky just recently had some huge news. Do you want to tell us about it? What happened? Something happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have um, changed the leadership around at um, Cars Recon, and I'm now president. So um, it's been, wow. a, been a big month, big year, and uh, there's a lot of that good things to come. Huge. Wow, congratulations. Well, thank you. That's awesome. Good job. How's but yeah, it? I saw you guys quite a bit for a while. It's been, but I feel like it's it's dropped off a little bit. Yeah, it did. But I think I, I ended up at the digital cycles. deal. Yeah, every for cycle. Sure. But, and that's why these trade shows are key, right? Otherwise, Definitely. you'd never see anybody. Right. Although <laughs> you had car certification. All right, I'll tell you what. I want to do this. Lisa, so when was that that I, I said, hey, you guys recently graduated? Yeah, when, I think tell us for me, that was, that was around the end of May, I think, was when I graduated. So it's been a, about a month and a half since then. And um, it's it's been great. I've already had people reaching out to me that, that noticed that I'm CAR certified and, and seeking advice. And and I just appreciate the fact that what this designation means in the industry, it's it's really great. And Becky, were you in the same class? And... Did you recently graduate? When did you graduate? I did the beginning of the year. Oh, okay. So how often? Tell us more about the program, because Ty and I, we're noobs. We don't know. So you do it at your own pace, really. It's it's all online, but you do the testing through proctors. So, I mean, you, you really do it at your own pace. I think it's best to kind of just dive in and, and get it all done at once. But I think everyone does it a little different, for sure. Yeah, it's another reason that people in the logistics business can do this because it is at your own at your own pace. Yeah, that's interesting because I didn't know how Becky chose to do it, but um, I did take it much slower. I kind of spaced everything out and I was like, OK, there's 20 modules in the course. And so for me, what I did, I tried to do one module a week that fit my schedule and the flexibility of being able to test when I wanted to signing up and, and having that. Um, from what I understand, the way it used to work, you had to do all your testing at a conference in person. And so when I heard that, I was like, whoa, I'm really glad I got to <laughs> take it online at this point and space it out a little bit because that worked that worked out well for me. But, um, yeah, it's it's a really flexible program. I can't say enough good things about it. Did you feel like a week was enough time per section? I, I did. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could easily um, read through the material in a, usually an hour or so and then go back and reference it if I needed to. And the tests go by pretty quick. I would say each testing session maybe for me was 15, 20 minutes for a test. So um, it wasn't a huge time commitment. It's just going through it and, and making sure that you're dedicated to the process. And well, what Scott's trying to say is you're making he and I feel very inadequate right now. <laughs> you're 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 uh, you're one of those uh, she whiz students, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I have the glasses. I'm a little bit of a nerd, but. <laughs> I would yeah, agree with Lisa that that I feel for I felt fortunate that we could do the testing online with proctors and not have. I mean, I feel like it would be a lot of pressure to do it all in one time at a conference and have to sit down and and feel like you only have that certain amount of time to get it done. Mm -hmm. um, being able to take it at your own pace. And it's still, you know, I mean, I think they do a great job and the proctors do a great job of making sure that 
it's still kind of the same scenario as when you're at a conference. It's still, you know, you're in a room by yourself and make sure that you don't have anything to cheat with, I guess. <laughs> but um, it, it very fortunate that I could do it online and not have to take time away from the conference and, you know, networking with people while you're there because that's precious time for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, that, sure. that reminds me, we owe a great uh, deal of gratitude to the proctors. We have, we have an army of volunteers, uh, past graduates of the program who volunteer to do these Zoom calls in, in proctor, these students. Uh, when, when I first came in, <clears throat> Scott was very involved, uh, Dave, others. Um, and, you know, we had, a, we had a handful of graduates. I mean, we, we had a good, a good start, but, um, but it, it, it took so much time and so much uh, scheduling, and, and a lot of it was done at conferences, and then all of a sudden, man, now we're past 300 on our way to 400 graduates, uh, over 600-something enrolled. Uh, so it, it's really, the program's come a mile. Amazing, right? And preparation's the key. And I know I know uh, uh, Becky and Lisa have talked about the flexibility, and I'm sure Dave will touch on it, but there is a time limit with which, from, from when you start to when you have to finish it. But um, yeah, the preparation, you got to read through, you got you to gotta get through the content. Uh, but anybody can do it. Absolutely. I will say it's not, it's not something you can just take and not read through the content. I mean, you have to read through the content to take the test anyways, but you can't even just click through the content and expect to pass the test. I mean, you really do have to read and understand the material in order to pass it. So it's, and, and kudos to the proctors too, because they dedicate a lot of time to that for sure. Yeah. You know, Scott made a point about this being the gold standard of education and remarketing right now. And, you know, we have companies like GM Financial and Hertz, uh, Element Fleet, ARI, you know, the list goes on and on that make this part of their corporate training. They put their whole remarketing departments through this program. Um, and I know P- Penny's not on the call tonight, is she, Jay? So Penny wanted. Uh, no, uh, no, she wasn't available. She's been with us before, yeah. but P- Penny, uh, uh, you know, she came to me and she goes, you know, this is this is good education. This is the kind of stuff we need at Auction Academy. Um, so the Auction Academy that uh, in AAA, the you know their group of spouses, uh, they they this is part of their curriculum. Um, you know, we we uh, we've put the experts together. Uh, to uh, put the best information in the hands of people so that uh, you can understand the pain points of who you're dealing with. You can understand your clients. You can build a relationship uh, from the knowledge you gain from this program. Right, Scott? Oh, yeah. You think about, you know, we're in, what, Tony, 21st year, right? Um, The adoption, the time that it took, 20, 20 some years, right? I mean, think about when this thing really got started to really take on. And I think about all the volunteers. I think about all the commitment, all of the, I said it earlier, right? All of these, what we call blue ribbon subject matter experts that took the time outside of their normal day-to-day schedules to really align with the committee. At that time, there were, oh my gosh, like six of us, seven of us, I think going way back that, you know, really, really spent time and energy to get 
to get those those subject matter experts together to to do this work. So, uh, with with many comes little work, right? So a lot a lot of people. We probably couldn't identify them all tonight, but people like Chris Wise comes to my mind. Matt Marks, our former, you know, our mm-hmm. former executive director, Dave Sutton, who will be on the call. Mike Antich, who will be on the call. Ricky yeah. Beggs, Jill Torallo. I mean, those are folks that when we spun the education committee, Tony, over to the certification committee, they picked this ball up and ran with it and yeah. really made this thing happen. So a lot of people you know, deserve a lot of credit. You know, Scott, I, uh, that's true. I, uh, when I first came on board, Levi McCoy was our president, and we, we were trying to get our arms around what all this car certification stuff, and I was getting in there, and I, I did mine first at a conference, and uh, and uh, got real humbled in that room with all the pressure and everything. But uh, but when we took a look at it, we said, well, Dave, how, how are you managing this? Well, and Dave shows us this Excel spreadsheet that's got like four flowing components to it, and he's and we're like, Oh my gosh, if, if Dave falls off a cliff, we're all in trouble. And uh, so uh, we said, Let, you know, we got to get him some help and uh, and put some money and some time behind this and get it automated. And of course, now everything, the, the testing, the program, uh, we have, uh, uh, it's spurred actually a, another new program that's going to be coming down the pike. We won't talk about that much tonight, but, uh, but we have some uh, audit and compliance training that's going to be... Uh, uh, out there really soon and we'll have to do another show on that one jay but uh but oh, dave, but dave uh, you know that he this allowed us to go out and shop for the technology uh we got an association management package with the learning management system integrated um and, and as well as our event management so we, we we got the software built for associations that could deliver this and uh, got all the people together got it loaded up um and and now with the testing and everything, it's 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 really on cruise control, um, you know, with all these volunteers pitching in and uh, helping to move it along. So we've got the tool we can do that with now. But uh, yeah, kudos to Dave for, I don't know how he managed it up until that point, but long enough for us to get it automated. Well, maybe you mentioned this Please. before I joined, but the the breadth of information that's involved in the training process, you're covering the selling and the marketing and the reconditioning and the transportation and the, um, you know, the arbitration process. And it's, it covers all of this information and it's from professionals, a trusted source of information, and it's all in one place. I mean, it's, it's really fantastic. Lisa, so you, you don't work at an auction. Where do you I do work? not. No. So my background, I used to work, um, at mo- most of my experiences with a 3PL, um, and we worked for an OEM. And so we were managing finished vehicle distribution. We were providing visibility of their network and then managing the rail truck and uh, vessel carriers as they move vehicles from plant to dealership. And so my bulk of my experience was in a very linear fashion where transportation was just plant to dealership. Obviously, I can use some of that on the remarketing side, but there's lots of players and stakeholders and movement of vehicles and and all of these things. And I think a lot of times transportation is seen kind of as a, in this industry, is kind of being on the edges. You know, you guys are moving the vehicles, but really understanding what is behind those decisions so that you know how to be a good business partner to your customer, you understand their processes, you understand their challenges, that really can help you move that transport 
uh, role into a more strategic role. And I think a lot of companies are starting to realize how strategic transportation can be. So um, again, this program provides a, a great way to educate yourself so that you can be a better business partner. Oh, wow. You just said so much, <laughs> man. I could, I could ask I know. you a lot of questions. If CAO, you just Lisa's got your forgotten, didn't you? Yeah, Lisa's forgotten more than many know yeah. as it relates to transportation and logistics. Believe me. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So I wanted to point that out because I'm, again, I'm, I'm the guy that tries to reiterate this. This isn't if you were a car dealer or if you're an auction, right? If you're, the list is long of people that can participate in it. This isn't exclusive to a certain group. That's that's my point. I don't think so. Elisa, <laughs> yeah, Becky, are you, Becky? It, Becky's at an auction, but Becky, what do you do at an auction? So we do reconditioning. I mean, we're not really. I mean, we're a sublet vendor for the auctions, but we do work at the auctions, and that was really why I wanted to take the course. I'm part of Auction Academy, as um, Tony mentioned before. And so that was what kind of propelled um, this a little further. You know, it was, I wanted to get it done right away. It's part of our course structure and curriculum. So, um, but I really wanted to understand all of the parts of the remarketing process since we work at the auctions and it just helps you understand your customers better and the, what they're dealing with and um, how we can better serve them really. You know, Becky makes a great point because if you're not, uh, no, we, we were not, we have, we have service providers as members. We have uh, consigners who are members. We have auctions who are members. So we, we pretty much cover the whole shoot and match. Anybody that wants, that has to deal with somebody in remarketing, and you may not uh, consider yourself a remarketer, uh, but here we have somebody in recon that works with a lot of auctions. Um, we, we've got logistics, we've got fleet companies, we've got OEMs, we've got, I mean, we've got all this. Um, and and if, you're, if you're not car certified, you're probably dealing with somebody who is. Uh, you, you may know somebody, you know, it doesn't, what's that degree of three, uh, the separation of three degrees or whatever that, that you, you don't have to go far down the line that you find somebody who's part of this IARA family or is car certified and, and you need to know what they're doing. If you want to do business with them, you kind of need to know what their pain points are. So. Um, as we continue, Dave's got to be in the waiting room like... <laughs> Can I talk? <laughs> oh, he's he's scratching the walls right now. He is. <laughs> so yeah. here we go. Up yeah, on getting center stage. Please do welcome back to the show. Uh, he's been here before. He's our friend. Dave Sutton is coming back uh, on the center stage. And also, first time here, Mike Antich from Bombit Business Media. Uh, Dave and Mike will be in here in a moment. I was I was so excited about the introduction. I forgot to hit the doorbell. So please do uh, let us know in the live chat. Are you hearing this? Are you learning more about uh, car certification? We got 30 more minutes. Hopefully, I think I can get 30 more minutes of their time uh, to share the good news. Dave, can you see us and hear us? Okay, I can. So, what is it like to be talked about for 30 minutes live? <laughs> yeah, a whole range of emotions. Uh, part of it is 
you know, I have to tell you, yeah, as I was writing down notes, we should mention this, we should mention this. These guys have covered so much already. Um, and, and I didn't know Becky had been promoted, so that's great news. Can't wait to congratulate her in person in Nashville. Uh, Lisa, Lisa will tell you, uh, this is a warning. Uh, she, so she passed and she became car certified. So I said, great, Lisa, now that you're car certified, you can become our subject matter experts or one of them on transportation. And so she immediately jumped in. She looked at our new material and she reviewed it. She she fixed everything that you know maybe was slightly out of sequence, her experience, because we don't let just anybody write the material. You have to be car certified. And fortunately now we have, you know, over 350 people that we can tap into for the expertise. So uh, a lot of great wow. things have happened over the years. And uh, Scott, thank you so much for mentioning all the names there. Matt Marks, Jill Torello, Ricky Begg, Sal Terranova, Chris Wise, yourself, Mike Antich. I mean, I remember all those meetings. Seems like it wasn't that long ago. Um, and then probably the thing that I just wanted to emphasize is, you know, when I, you know, became involved in the industry over 15 years ago, I had the great pleasure of working with the Volkswagen Group and managing remarketing for VW and Audi and all their auction operations in North America. And so just to give you a sense for the scale and the pressure is, so I led a team of about 60 people. They were absolutely outstanding. And a lot of them are still there doing it. But we sold about 120, 125,000 cars wholesale a year. That's over $2 billion for the cars every year. And knowing where all those cars were handling everything, I'm so embarrassed about how little I knew about transportation. I was just like, hey, assign the car to the auction, get it there, get it sold. You got 22 days, make it happen. And Ty, you and I have talked about that before. Um, and now, as it worked out, you know, I'm, I'm now working for Motway Auto Transport and I, and I help support our, our sister company, Ship.Cars. And I am amazed at how much I didn't know. And so as I was coming up to speed internally with our people, um, I was taking notes. I'm a big note taker. I, I, have, I have these books all over my office and, and just I, I know what's in everything. And, and eventually I was like, wow. I, I got to get this organized, and I wrote up everything I had learned about, you know, transportation because I felt I needed to, be, you know, develop some degree of credibility, even though I in, in working where I work now. And as I looked at it, I said, "Oh my gosh, the car curriculum is pretty darn light when it comes to logistics and transportation." So we're about ready to pull the trigger and adding this. It's not going to be a brand new module. We're going to squeeze it into another module because 20 is the right number of tests to take. Mm -hmm. But we've got over 13 pages of new material talking about the transportation logistics side of remarketing. And when you think about that, 13 pages isn't a lot, but it covers a lot of material. It talks about you know, where do you get transportation service? If it's a, uh, you know, sometimes the dealers provide it all. Sometimes they look for the auctions to provide some. Sometimes they, uh, the consigner, the person actually sending the cars to auction, they manage it. And each one of the situations is a whole different process with different players. And that's just a start of it. You know, how do you select who you transport? So we cover that. We talk about pricing. Where, where do these prices come from? And we're just touching it. We, we're, we're, we're not giving you the graduate level. We're just creating awareness. 
Um, what's the process? Everyone has a different process. What are the core elements of it? What equipment's being used? When you think of a car hauler, is it one car, two car, three car, four, five? Uh, why, why is there all this different equipment? What are the advantages and disadvantages? We talk about that. We talk about different transportation providers, payment options, uh, payment options, uh, key performance indicators. I mean, there's just a ton of information about transportation logistics that I'm so embarrassed that I was so naive early in my career and I'm still ramping up on the learning curve. And um, I'm grateful for our competitors uh, who are happy to share information, uh, working with the auctions. The auctions have great you know, uh, 3PL arms as well. Uh, it's an important part because every car that's sold, whether it's sold on a virtual auction or physical auction, somebody has to move that car, which implies inspections, insurance, um, delivery, key performance indicators, Where's my car? How many times have we all heard that? Where's my car? And and then if if I'm a dealer and if I'm not going to buy that car, why is that car still on my lot? It's taking up real estate. So transportation to me, you know, I used to think you know automotive remarketing was the best part of the car business because I worked with GM previously in vehicle development, worked in some other areas. Transportation and logistics is about as good as it gets because it's so many different players, so much complexity, and you attach that to the very complicated remarketing world, it's awesome. How about, that for, how, about, how about that for volunteerism and giving back? <laughs> Come on, well, man. It, you know, I, right. I, I sketched out some of the material, but I reached out to our friends at Element and some other people who um, you know, came from the different parts. I had other transporters look at the material. It was a collaborative effort because this industry, remarketing, transportation, logistics, it's so complex, so big, no person can really wrap their head around. But if you can provide them with the framework to contribute and you can refine it, um, that's where we're at. So I'm really excited about people to see this. And don't worry, Becky, this is not a new test for you to take. Um, <laughs> but when you get recertified in a few years, you're going to have a couple of questions on transportation and logistics. And uh, and and when Jay and Ty go through the certification process, mm -hmm. gentlemen, that's that's my uh, that's that's how come we have 350 because I'm like a dog with a bone. You will become certified and you will read through all these 13 pages. And I guarantee you even Ty will learn something new. I'm always up for learning something new. That's great. I'll get back with awesome. you tomorrow or this, sometime this week, Dave. I'll, I'll reach back out to you and we'll talk some more about it. Because I, I've, I've, I keep saying it. I've said it last time you're here, but let's try to put something together and run tie through. All right, that'd be awesome. We can sign you up right now. We can sign them up right. tonight. <laughs> I've signed up. Here it's we gone. go. Always closing the deal. <laughs> hey, the closer. Get it done. All you have to do is sign up and start it. Well, okay, so I've got to spend a lot of time with uh, Scott. I've got to spend a lot of time with um, Tony, Becky. Lisa's new to me, but I've also got to spend a lot of time with David. And uh, David and I, man, we've had some amazing conversations that really are touch touch these things that we talk about. Like Dave saying, man, I didn't know this. Well, I didn't know that. And, you know, one of the things I think, if I remember right, one of the things we talk about is, is the money behind this, not the IARA, but the remarketing, right? There's there's money that is it 
money, it, we, we have uh, once a month, we have Tim Scatalus, Max Digital. He comes on the show and we talk about the melting block of ice. And we talk about, man, these, this, this is money. It's, yeah, it looks like it has tires and wheels and, you know, it goes forward and backward, but it's really money. And here's the reason why somebody's not very happy with you right now, transport guy. Because, and so Dave, tell us, am I making any sense at all, what we're talking about? Yeah, so, so if you go back 10 or 15 years before used cars appreciated, they actually depreciated. You know, you gotta, it, the past year or two has been, gosh, <laughs> I so wish I was remarketing a big portfolio and I could walk into the residual value meetings, which we, we call the residual, residual value loss meetings. And you always <laughs> like the villain. You, you lost the company so much money. Now there must be parades for the remarketing guys coming in because they found green in the portfolio. <laughs> but, uh, but when we're done with this little fairy tale called appreciating used cars, when they start depreciating again, the reality is if you have a lot of cars, a consigner is just like a dealer you need to turn those assets into cash as quickly as possible. You're not gonna have a fire sale, but you have to be expeditious about it. And that's why there's so much pressure on getting the car moved to the sale point or sale location. And then you look at now, if you're a dealer, you don't have much inventory, you need that car on your lot or maybe close to your lot so you can uh, confidently sell that car and begin marketing the car. So it's all about churn. So just like a dealer, it's all about churn. Consigners, auctions, remarketing, it's all about churn. And fortunately or unfortunately, these transporters and everyone involved in supporting them, that's a big part of the churn. It eats up, it's a big dollar item and it's a big time consumer. And now that the inventory is so scarce, we've all seen where dealers, they just don't buy from the local auctions. They would love to. They would love to keep everything local, but they can't afford to because they can't find those cars and they can't pay crazy blood money for the cars. So they're working really hard, reaching out a little bit farther and which is forcing them to look at different transportation options that have a regional and, and sometimes even a national reach, which is unbelievable. Uh, hey, before we go any further, I wanna make sure we welcome, uh, we've got Mike Antich from Bobbit Business Media here. First welcome time everybody. on ATI, please do say hello, Mike. Yeah, well, thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. And um, it, it's just great listening to all this. Um, you know, if you would have told me back when we had those initial meetings, uh, Scotty Cole, Matt Marks, uh, Tony's predecessor, late Matt Marks, that we'd be on a YouTube channel discussing it, you know, I, I would have said that's crazy. And, um, you know, and it was a long time ago. I looked this up beforehand. You know, YouTube only started two years prior to the start of the certification program at IARA. So that was a brand new phenomena to begin with. But um, yeah, you know, the th what a lot of people forget is, you know, right now IARA is a respected entity, a powerful entity in the remarketing industry. But back in those early days, we had a core group. There was a strong core group that supported it. But, you know, we had plateaued out. It seemed like we had plateaued out. And I remember, you know, we were having a, a meeting or a dinner. It was Matt Marks, myself, and our treasurer at the time, Doug Richards, at uh, Caesars Palace, because we had just finished uh, the car conference. And by the way, that's where I got my start in the remarketing business. I was the conference chair for the car conference for a number of years. But, um, you know, we were just talking about it, and we said, you know, we got to do something. If, if we don't, you got to give people a reason to want to join this organization. 
And, and I had experience on the fleet side of the business. So I was very involved with NAFA. They had a certification program. And, and I turned to Doug, I said, is there any kind of a certification program in the remarketing industry? And he said, no, not that I know of. And I said, you know, and then I explained to him the history of NAFA. And I said, you know, that was really the, uh, what reinvigorated them, what created a need for people to join. And um, so, of course, you know, uh, Matt asked us to present this to the IRA board of directors, which we did. And it was accepted. And of course, you know, the minute you bring it up, then you're automatically the committee chair, whether you want it or not. And uh, so we had a small committee and, and you nailed it, uh, Scotty. It was it was myself, Scotty, Jill Torello, Ricky Beggs. Um, and then also, um, well, I guess that was it. That was all of us. And, um, you know, so what did we know about certification? We, you know, nothing. I mean, we, we had all kinds of disparate knowledge. So Scotty went and brought a book to our first committee meeting, how to create a certification program. And we went through it chapter wow. by chapter, meeting by meeting. So every meeting we had to have read a chapter. And I forget now how many chapters that was, Scotty, maybe 10 chapters altogether, or maybe more. But out of that, that was really the genesis of how this all came about. So we kind of had a good foundation, I think, because we were you know, following a textbook, an academic um, description on how to put together a certification program. But, you know, there, there's an unsung hero with this. And, and I'm not sure how many people remember him, but he was a dear friend of mine, George Largay. George Largay was, you know, the marketing communication director at the time uh, for Mannheim. And he put together a book that was just, in my mind, just a phenomenal book. It was called the Auction Handbook. And it went through and it defined every single aspect of how an auction operates and functions. And that became the template on which we started building uh, the curriculum program. And then as uh, Scotty mentioned, we organized the Blue Ribbon Committee. They uh, looked at all of the individual sessions, critiqued them, suggested additions and so on. But that was how it got started. And, and, and we were, you know, I, I was really hoping Michelle would be on this call, but um, when you think about it, uh, Scotty, no, no, she had to duck out last minute. She had something come up. She's yeah. sorry she couldn't make it. Well, you know, the reason I bring her up is because when you think about it, you know, Scotty, myself, that original committee, it was kind of, I, I liken it to being the first generation of the certification program. Then comes Dave, and Dave took it to a completely different level. Um, and and I, I refer to Dave as second generation. And now, you know, Michelle and and her group uh, are now really the third generation that's leading the certification program and are actually taking us into totally different areas with the audit and compliance uh, training area. And I, I think that's going to be a huge win in the long run for IARA. But it's amazing. Yeah, it, I kind of regard myself as a historian. I, I work uh, professionally as a magazine editor. So I, I always tell people, you know, I don't really just cover it. I, I'm going to record it. If we're not writing this stuff, this stuff will all be forgotten. So, um, yeah, so it's got a great voice. Bigger pardon? Said you've got a great voice. I'm sitting here listening to you. You can do the audio of this whole thing. Do the certification audio. Yeah. By the way, you got a lot of history. Breaking news in the live chat. Marco Major, uh, I I believe he's with McAllister's Transportation, said he's, he's sold and they're signing up the team. 
I Look saw that. That's okay. great news. That, that is incredible. Awesome. That is awesome. How many more can we get? Fast enough. Yeah. Marco, Marco, I want to be a part of your team. One more. <laughs> One more. You, you know, one of the interesting things about it, I mentioned the certification program kind of had its start with another organization, NAFA. And, um, you know, they ended up doing a survey of their members and they do, they, they do salary surveys. And they discovered that people that had the certification, that, what they call it a CAFM, Certified um, Automotive Fleet Manager, they make on average 15% higher salary than those that are not certified. And, and uh, I kind of would wonder, you know, whether, you know, something similar might be true yeah. on the marketing side. Mike, I was going to throw it. I'm glad you brought that up. I had a guy call me one time in uh, just out of the blue and, and uh, he's wanting to get certified. He, I, he wasn't with uh, anybody at the time. Um, he was between jobs. And um, so I, I couldn't figure out, uh, he, he was interviewing with GM Financial and, I said, so you're wanting, you know, why don't you want to be certified after you go to work for them? They put all their people through it. He says, yeah, I know. He said on the, uh, on the uh, application, it said car certified preferred. And uh, I've, you know, I've heard similar stories with like ARI and some mm -hmm. other companies that, that make uh, car certification preferred simply because it, it lessens that learning curve. Um, the buzzwords even, uh, you know, no one, what is, what is it we're trying to teach you? You know at least a little something about it, and um, and so like Dave, I appreciated him humbly saying, "I need to learn a lot more about uh, the logistics business." Anybody that goes into a new business or a new department um, may have come from a different part of this remarketing world that we all participate in, uh, but but you kind of need to know what everybody else is doing before you can do a good job yourself and uh, and and i think employers are appreciating that uh mm -hmm. i just you know much like with nafa's certification or or if you were um in a, if, a, if you were an fni person at a dealership and you were doing retail facing you should go through nafs nafs uh retail facing uh compliance program it's it's excellent um but but we have something that's the gold standard in remarketing that really gives a 30,000 foot view of all these moving parts, the logistics, the, uh, the legal, the, uh, uh, the, the driver sales, the auctions, the online sales, we just, we just cover it all. And you're going to have something to do with one part of what we're teaching. Yeah, well, you know what, you know, what's incredible about that, Tony, it's not only is it the gold standard in the U S but, you know, through the IARA and through that evolution, it's the gold standard in Canada. Yeah. We're the only remarketing certification program in Canada, and it and it's accepted. It, it's really yeah. gospel in that country, and you know it's uh, it's really a great testament to IARA, and it kind of focuses on you know what is the first what does the I stand for in IARA? It's International International Automotive Remarketers Alliance, and and it's kind of living up to its goal. Yeah, I just got back from Canada, and they're making headway and and getting people involved with car certification and have a lot of people enrolled and, you know, it didn't take them long to get to 30 graduates, 40, they're, they're, they're moving right, right up the ladder. So well, we're really happy about the Canadianized version. I think too, Tony and Mike, I think it's a great testament to Dave and his leadership uh, over these many years, right. Of breaking that content and making that content amenable to that, to that country. Right. Cause we had, we had some differences in, in, 
you know, the way things operate. I think Dave and the team, they, you know, they really, they really, really did a heck of a job. It's amazing. And I go back to, I'll say it again, right, to the initial meetings when we got this uh, alliance started many years ago. Education was one of the absolute cornerstones. And to see 21 years later, how many graduates now, Tony, you said, or Dave? Six, yeah, 300? 350. We're, going, we're on our way to 400. So. I mean, that that's it right there. That's the, That was the foundation. That was the absolute, absolute foundation of what was discussed in the initial meetings of people giving back and helping those coming in, he or she, into our industry. And just really cool to be here with everybody and to to, to hear all the great things that are going on. Yeah, well, you know, you the know, interesting thing about it is that, you know, as Tony mentioned, that there's 30 graduates, car graduates in Canada. I do a lot of business in Canada. And usually the rule of thumb, it's a 10 to 1 difference. So, you know, for every, you know, the U.S. is 10 times larger than Canada. So that 30 um, uh, cert, uh, car certified people in Canada is the equivalent of 300 in the U.S. So in many ways, they're almost, you know, at the same level in the U.S. in terms of, you know, the, the penetration within their remarketing industry. Yeah, and we've only had that for what, Dave, Dave Sutton, about three years now, I guess, or a little better? Yeah, We've just some, just some recertify yeah, already. Just just mm -hmm. a little bit better than that. We're and you're right. We have some who are just starting to recertify. So uh, kudos to the early adopters who went through it. And, right. and so we we took the core of our curriculum, and we had to throw out a bunch. This doesn't apply. You know, the legal uh, things are totally different. The ownership versus titles. Um, they have some different challenges in that marketplace. And so the experts, the leaders in that marketplace. We're able to jump in. They weren't certified yet, but we needed their input, and uh, they they shared it willingly. And we refined the modules. And so, and, and the big challenge now is how do we keep it current? Things change all the time, mm -hmm. and uh, we can keep it current through updates. Uh, uh, you know, boy, to, to tear apart these things and redo them and update them, it's not a beautiful, fun thing. But it's something that we really need to do to keep the program strong. No, with yeah, electric and electric and autonomous vehicles coming down the pike, there's going to be other changes, I'm sure. But uh, right, and these these guys right here, uh, you know, uh, Scott, Mike, and Dave in particular, uh, I just love working with old people. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, speaking of that, historians, Jay, Jay has historians, some, historians. Excuse me. Yeah, Jay had some. Uh, what did you have there on your highway info news, Jay? You had something, and you, I think you're reading off the IRA. I A R A. I always have to say that slow, yeah. but they're they're. Well, I am curious if you guys are able or willing or want to talk about it. What are you seeing with the repo market, and what are your thoughts? Is, mm. I mean, everything I'm reading and hearing and watching uh, is saying the repos are getting ready. That bubbles, if it hasn't popped, it's going to pop pretty quick. And then there, I, I'm assuming here's where I need the uh, car certified auto remarketing behind my name is. I'm assuming. You know, there's the remote, the finance companies. Nobody's paying for their car. Go get the car. Okay, let's pick it up. It's got to go to the auction, and then once it gets da da da. So what what are you guys seeing talking about? Is that is that something we can talk about? Yeah, we, we could talk about it. Uh, you know, I'm not sitting in that chair anymore. But I'll tell you what I'm seeing is, you know, when a vehicle is repossessed, it's it's just as a human, it's a sad thing um, that 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 had to happen. But lo and behold, maybe they don't owe as much as they thought because used car prices are so strong, right. which is amazing and, and, and kind of like a silver lining there. 
And now that we're going into uh, a little bit of a tougher economy and we're getting a little bit past the pandemic, knock on wood, um, you know, I think we are going to see more repossessions, which will make those cars available. Mm-hmm. It's, it's another part of the churn in the marketplace. And I think um, you know, the, the money for those cars will be good money. Because just a car, because a car is repossessed, a misnomer is that oh somebody had to back up to it with a stinger, pick it up, and 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 haul tail out of that neighborhood because they just took the car that somebody owned. But there's a whole lot of repossessions that are voluntary repossessions. They turn in the keys. You know, look, we bought off more than we could chew. We we have built something happened in their life, and I think those cars are going to start hitting the marketplace. Um, increasingly in the in the weeks and months ahead, and that will help alleviate some of the shortage. That, that's my view. Well, you know, and I agree also, and to build on what Dave's saying and to answer your question, uh, Ty, from my perspective at least, I do do weekly videos. So I do a state of the industry weekly video on what's going on in the fleet side of the business. And my last one that I did deals with, you know, the price of fuel. So bear with me. Um, it, it does have a connection with repos. So I dealt with the price of what the price of fuel is. And I covered it from the standpoint of there's this thing called the futures market where people are gambling and betting on what things are going to be worth in the future, hoping that they'll be on the right side of the equation and make some money off that. But right now in the fuel, um, in the uh, gasoline futures market, the betting right now is that gasoline in the future is going to be cheaper than what gasoline is today. And why do they think that? They think a recession's coming. 2023 is what they're talking about. And you have like big banks, Deutsche Bank, Wells Fargo, Citicorp, uh, Nomura, all of them are predicting that now. And um, and I think, you know, that's going to be kind of like that catalyst that's going to bring an uptick in repos. And it's like what Dave says, it's a it's a sad thing. Nobody want you don't want to see anybody, you know, fall on hard times like that and lose their automobile. But my prediction is that you will be seeing an uptick in that. Yeah, I, I'll just oh, I'll just yeah, jump on tie to what Mike and Dave said. We are seeing increases there. They have been happening month over month over the last few months. We do expect that marketplace to continue to grow. Um, so, but Rich, like okay. what Dave was saying, you know, when they took out a lease, you know, that residual value, if it, if it's a two three year old lease, you know, that car is worth a lot more than what that residual value was uh, at the time that that lease was originally written. So that will be a safety valve for some people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, you know, leases, leases have been kind of null and void over the last many years. So there's not a whole lot of volume coming back there, but certainly on the repossession side, we, we are seeing those, those volume increases. Mm-hmm. So can you guys talk about uh, what was that question you asked in the beginning, Jace? Uh, who somebody in the live chat asked a question about who's getting more consigned vehicles, the physical auction or the online auction? I thought did you didn't ask that or was it? Will? I don't know. <laughs> it might have been Will. Don't, don't do me like that. <laughs> I think I'd be more interested in what's converting. Physically yeah, okay. versus digitally, you know what? What's the conversion look like? Where's the success rate? What What's happening there? You know, wow, that's of interest yeah. to me. Yeah, but it, it ties we... into what Dave was talking about earlier. You know, people are looking; their dealers are looking farther, further, and further out for those products. So, how are you going to do that? You'll be doing that digitally. You know, that's where they're going to be looking right. for that um, inventory. So, and I moving think the car the longer. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what I like to ask on Thursdays on Dispatching Live is I will ask, why is this car on the load board? What's the story behind this load? That's a whole show. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if the, I, I see the repo. If the economy may have a tank, then I see this as a good thing for the auction. I'm an auction guy anyway. Yep. So there should be a pile of cars coming in. The sell, there's still, from everything I'm reading, and tell me if I'm right or wrong, or if you try to keep up with this, you read one article, it says this, the next one says the complete opposite. But my personal opinion is, is there seems to still be consumer demand for vehicles. Is that fair? Pent-up demand for yeah, bad vehicles. Pent-up demand. Right yeah, now. lots of demand. Yeah, so we're good. Uh, well, and, and that's what I'd say. If there is a recession, you know, and you hit the nail on the head, Ty, you know, what might be negative to somebody on the other I mean, the economy is so big, so complex. What's negative to one person could be a positive for another. And, you know, one of the big problems we have now is sourcing vehicles. There, the demand is more than what the vehicles are out there. And, you know, if you have a recession and, and nobody's advocating one or anything like that, but, you know, uh, if there is one, that's going to lower retail demand. So my side of the business, the fleet side of the business, if there's lower retail demand, there's going to be greater inventory for your fleet buyers out there. And right now, dealers, and regardless of what they say, OEMs, they, they favor the retail business because you have the higher margins there than you do with the retail side of the business. So, you know, if retail goes down, I think that's good news for, for my people, you know, for the fleet marketplace. Greater inventory. But that block of ice isn't melting very fast, is it? <laughs> no, no. Like what you said with the resist, you know, we're appreciating. It's actually getting bigger, you know. Right. Wow. You guys are just amazing. I just am yeah, always so happy to have you guys on here. I've learned something every time. I almost get emotional about it. But wow. <laughs> Some serious information. Uh, okay, real quick. I got one more for Lisa, and then I'm going to be quiet. Um, Lisa's fresh out of the class. She's got the degree. Um, we've been talking about car certification all night long. <clears throat> I'm sitting here. I'm thinking, okay, what's the 20 modules, right? Can somebody tell me what the 20 modules are? Like, I'm assuming it's here's a car. Tough one. And, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I can help you with that. Dave, there we go. Okay, Dave. Okay. So, so, so real quick. I was say, I don't know if that was part of the past. <laughs> right. you, you have no, five no, no. seconds right now to answer. I, I knew who would have to come up, and, and, and I, 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 I will own up to the fact that I have a cheat sheet, but basically module one is about selling the car. If you're going to sell it to the person leasing the car, mm-hmm. the, the driver, if it's a fleet car, or sell it to the employee of a company. There's a the, the whole initial consignment of a car is who do you sell it to? And then there's a whole thing about dealerships and how to interact with dealerships in the remarketing world. Next one is about online auctions. How do you work with them? Because when this stuff was originally written, online auctions was relatively new. Then there's physical and specialty auctions for ATVs, for RVs, for boats. That's a different world, a different segment of it. Um, there's a condition report writing. Yeah, boy, that's a whole that's a whole thing. Um, you know, a lot a lot of that has evolved and changed. There's reconditioning. Uh, Becky, you, you could write that. I mean, reconditioning. There's a, there's a you can talk about just is it a is it just a are you going to wash and back it or are you going to make it 
pre uh, a certified pre-owned car and everything in between. And why would you do this car versus that car? There's uh, le the lease maturity, how to manage a lease portfolio, which is a whole nother science. There's marketing. How do you market these cars in these di different venues? You have a whole thing on vehicle history. There's a couple different major players out there. How does that impact how you might remarket the car? Um, repossessions, we just talked about it. There's some different rules, regulations, things you must do, uh, redemption periods and all this other stuff that you need to be fluent in. Uh, there's an auction selection module, which would be your auction sales menu. Could be upstream, it could be midstream, it could be physical auction. Why would you choose one versus the other? There's branding of your uh, the cars as a consigner. You'd like to believe that dealers will show up in, let's say, GM Financial's lane at an auction or online because they know if they have a problem, they're going to stand behind it as well represented. You can say that about a lot of consigners, but a lot of them work really hard to develop that brand in the wholesale world, just like their counterparts develop it in the retail world. Beyond that, uh, you, you have certification. The next one is on uh, pricing guidebooks and pricing modules. How do you do that? You have another module on arbitration. Uh, you have another one on arbitrage. <laughs> you have another one on titles. You have another one on benchmarking. Uh, you have another one on factors that, in fact, the resale value of vehicles. Uh, you have legal and ethics, and lastly, uh, terminology. And we've got to shoehorn into there the logistics and transportation into one of those, because again, 20 is a really good number, and, uh, and and I'm sure a couple of those we could just add in transportation logistics. But that is a lot. And if you looked at it, printed out in uh, number 12, New Times um, Roman font, it's about 400 pages of material. Wow. What, which <clears throat> module are you considering putting transportation logistics? You know what? Uh, I think part of it is going to be it's 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 going to be which one is like the skinniest that <laughs> skinniest as far as the the, the depth. Uh, uh -huh. It may not and 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 it's it won't be oddball. So we, we got to go through that, you know, <laughs> you know, to develop a twenty first module and have twenty one. It no. just seems awkward. No, I disagree. Yeah, twenty. We're 20, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Otherwise, no. well, and, and, and I got a cheat here also, Dave. You know, uh, the module number five does deal with transportation, verification, transportation, grounding, uh, with CR and in inspection. Yeah. So that's oh, that's, there that's we probably go. the most natural position for it. Mm -hmm. Nice. It's Done. just going to be a big a one. Just a bit. It's just be a big module. See, that's that's yeah. why Mike's the historian. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. <laughs> right. Ah, you wow. can start off there. <laughs> Committee yeah, in real time. Yeah, this is amazing. It was real time committee meeting, man. And this is what it looks wow. like at the IARA. So if you haven't signed up for the IARA, it's not too late. Well, and you're, and you're that not that well far placed. off, Ty. You yeah. know, when we have our committee meetings, it's pretty similar to this. It depends, you know, it varies committee by committee, but at least the ones that I've been on, they've been pretty vocal and pretty interesting and a lot of ideas thrown out. and. What's really satisfying about it, you actually see some of these ideas come to fruition. Yeah. And if you and if you attend the conference, all the committee meetings are open. You walk in, yeah. sit, and you can walk in, whatever yourself. Be careful; they may try to recruit you to join it. But um, <laughs> they but, might make you but, chairman. <laughs> but, well, but here, here's a cool thing that I. That one of the most valuable things about me being involved in this over the years 
when I looked at the attendee list, I can I can honestly say because of proctoring and going to these conferences over the years, I know 80% of the attendees by first name. I've had discussions with them. I've broken bread with them. And that network allows me to add a lot of value to my employer. And I think people feel like this big industry gets a lot smaller because they get involved. And, and that's true in most organizations, but absolutely true in the IARA. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. What he just said is absolutely true because I've been there and I've felt that. Okay, so I'm the feel guy, right? I like to you know, I give Dave hug, Tony hug, Scott, I'm the hug guy. But you can actually feel what Dave just said, and it's real. Um, the other thing, no, that was good. Okay, I'm good. I, I, no, I the, committee, wanna... the committee meeting, the committee, it's yeah, true. You can't, I went into a committee meeting, That's it. and they didn't kick me out. And I was like, <laughs> hey, I we... know, we were both like, when's he getting kicked out? Right. <laughs> it's got to yeah. be coming. Yeah. It was great. We we yeah, we have actually encouraged the committees this time around and, and maybe the next time around uh, to adapt uh, or adopt a topic uh, so that people don't see it as the membership committee or as the uh, compliance committee, but they see a topic uh, on the room that they go in and say, "Oh yeah, I want to hear about that," or "I want to learn more about that," um, or "Let's let's see what that's about." So. Uh, you know, we, we have most of our, some of our committees meet every week on Zoom calls. So, you know, some of our busiest committees, uh, some meet once a quarter, some uh, meet monthly. Um, but but we know we can meet like that anytime. But when we go to a conference, we try to make it special. We, we do something different or we, we have some conversations that might go outside the box. Um, so like Dave said, we, we want people to come to these conventions. We want them to come into the meetings, see what we're about. Uh, we had three people join last week. Um, two others commit verbally that uh, I'm sure are coming. And one of them was a logistics company in Canada. Um, so we're, we're uh, you know, we're growing. We, we, we have continued to grow and will continue to grow. And, and it's because of the commitment like the people you see on this screen um, who have invested their lives uh, into making our industry better uh, to, to share knowledge. Uh, you know, we're partner with, with really good people like Bob at Business Media, uh, who we do, we're a co-sponsor of their car conference and have been since I've been here and uh, hope to be from now on. But uh, but we, we try to partner with, with people that are doing like-minded stuff uh, that, that want to make our industry better, overcome some of the challenges, find new solutions, um, explore new technologies. And so that's, you get a taste of that at these conferences and Nashville's gonna be exciting. Besides they've got great honky tonks down on Broadway. So uh, we, we hope we see you there. Well, you know, the other thing about IARA is it, it covers cutting edge stuff. I mean. Whether you believe it, uh, you know, the, what the future is going to be or not in terms of electric vehicles, there's hundreds of billions of dollars being thrown against this product. And, and you know, whether everybody's going to be driving it or it's going to be a, a chunk of the um, automotive um, market share that's going to be electric, those cars are going to have to come back through auction. They're going to have to be resold. And I think this industry is woefully unprepared. And, and it, kudos mm -hmm. to IARA on taking the lead on this. I mean, I'm thinking about 
how many auctions do I know that actually have recharging stations out there? Two, three, I don't know. It's, it's a handful. And, um, you know, those are the kinds of things that are going to have to be addressed. And, and IARA is really on the cutting edge of that. And I think they've really done some very important things. They've got a lot of the big fleet management companies involved. And, um, you know, and that's where you really, it's not just attending a conference, listening to things, networking with people, but actually, you know, change, trying to change the industry and bringing about these changes and preparing the industry for future developments. Absolutely. Boom. That was a perfect, Mike. Segue. Yeah, I think perfect. we've already kicked off final thoughts. So does anybody else want to add a final thought? Just Jay, I, I just want to say, you and Ty are such a breath of fresh air. The energy, the the interest, um, you're you're expanding the, this automotive space called remarketing to include transportation, whether you know it or not. And so, when when you guys are at these conferences asking the good, good questions, um, you're illuminating an area that I think deserves a lot of attention. So, thank you for that. Look forward to seeing you. Wow. Really Agreed. I would say you guys get so excited about all aspects of the business. I mean, even though you're transportation guys, you make it a point to learn about everything and get to know everyone. And I, I think that's a really cool. Um, it's just really cool that you guys do that. And I'm thankful that I met you guys and that I get to be on your show every now and then. Thank you. That's awesome. We appreciate it. Exactly. <laughs> He's a hugger. He's a, He's a... <laughs> I think, yeah, you're curious, you encourage people to ask questions and to do some networking. I think the great thing that, again, that CAR can provide is that you'll know that you're using the proper terminology and you'll be able to ask more thoughtful and in-depth questions because you'll have that background knowledge. And so when you're networking, you'll be making a good use of your time and a good use of the other person's time as well. So take yeah, advantage Jay, of it. Jay, I know there's I, a I think challenge I heard you say you're you're trying some new technologies and some new things to improve your uh, your network as well uh, and your production. So well, thank you. you. I, I mean, breaking a break out of your vertical. I say it all the time now. And I mean, you can apply it in, you know, business, personal, whatever it is. There's new things happening constantly. And uh, yeah, between Zoom and YouTube, these two technologies have changed the way that I'm able to use video and audio as a communication medium. So, um, you know, Mike, what you were saying about EVs, I mean, you know, uh, regardless of opinion, it's going to change the industry, yep. um, which might also be a way to look at like crypto in the metaverse. I know it's crazy, but it's coming, it's here, and we just have to learn how to work within those changes. So well, here, would, here would be my challenge. Why can't you create a transportation certification program? Why well, I know, Ty. What is? Uh, well, Tell you, you what? I just yeah, after time. tonight's after tonight's show. This is no kidding. They, I, I told you guys I spent a lot of time with all these guys, but didn't under, I really out of this is sad admission. I guess since Dave made some sad admissions, I will too. I'm sorry, Dave. I didn't really understand that you were such a big part of this car. Uh, but you know, I, I've really liked Dave a lot, and uh, I bet I could learn a lot from David. So I think the the opportunity is is open for me to talk to David. How do you like that? 
There I bet go. I could learn a lot. Yeah. Thank Bring you. Bring it. And I'm going to learn from you because I need to know more about transportation. And, and you've forgotten more than I'll know. <laughs> well, I'm happy to. I, that really is good. I, good. You All know right. what? I was going to say earlier. So, because uh, there was a talk, it was either, either Dave or Ty were talking about getting a chance to catch up to catch up in person. And I wanted to remind, where does that happen at? At a trade oh, show. At a trade <laughs> show. Loving the, the bromance, man. Loving right, the bromance. Exactly. Well, and, and there's another great trade show coming up, everybody. It's called the... In August. The IARA Summer Roundtable. So go there. Get the group hugs. Network. Yeah. And if you can't get there... Stay tuned to ATI, and we'll try to help you maintain the connection until you can get there in person. Yeah. That's what we try to work. Do. Yeah. So, IARA.biz. It's fine. I just shared the link in the live chat. IARA Summer Roundtable Info. Click on that. IARA.biz. Thank you all so much for your time tonight. Yeah. This was a great Amazing. Show. You guys Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You guys did great. Thanks, everybody. Thank Good night. Really appreciate it. Hi, guys. Thank you all. Scott great to see Tony. all of you. Thanks for the invite. You're you welcome. Soon. Thank you so you much. Good night, all. Safe travels. Let me know how Likewise. we can help. Thank you. Keep, Thank you, keep Becky. Keep your head Thank up you, and hold Lisa. those cars with confidence. Yes, that's <laughs> right. It's important. Yeah, man. Thank you. Good night. Thank Good you very night. much. Good night, all. See ya. All right, and there we go. This meeting is over. Um, well, I um, I really, again, want to thank um, everybody that was on the show tonight. Um, what's neat is, and this is always my goal, is that I hope that I can be uh, just a vessel to help capture uh, all the great things happening within either or an organization or a service or a line of education or a location, or a trade show, and I think we got some amazing sound bites tonight of why Get Car Certified, and that's the title of the show, and um, we saw Marco, you know, just go ahead and raise his hands, that's it, we're signing everybody up, so really great stuff, and in the live chat, I mean, Rob's got some uh, comments, and Silver Mint had some comments, and you guys know that. You know, on ATI, it's a car should be a business channel. It's an automotive business channel. Yeah, I come from uh, transportation. Um, but really, that was just the the beginning of the introduction of how much there is to know. And show 250, I showed it live. I'm still learning. Um, but uh, learned a lot. And... Um, Looking forward to learning more and then being part of the solution, if that's even possible. Thank you so much. I, I, I enjoy moderating and hosting as well as, uh, you know, live production. And I might swallow a fly or two live. Uh, but, um, you know, we got to get through it together. We got to do the best we can. I want to thank Location Services. Mic check, one, two, three. Got to check the mic at the end of the show. It's part of my thing. I want to thank Location Services, um, Superflow Systems, Murphy Auto Transport, Rapid Recon, and uh, Pre-Owned Auto Logistics. I also thank you for the super chats in the live chat. Thank you, uh, Mark Grodeke at Superflow Systems and Chris Chamberlain. 
always in the live chat, um, contributing, commenting, and supporting ATI. I want to thank the IARA and Bobbit Business Media for tonight's contribution and time. Specifically, uh, we had in our first section there, Tony Long and Scott Kolb. Then we added Lisa Hanmer and Becky Anderson. And then our third round with uh, Dave Sutton and Mike Antich. And, of course, we had Ty Thompson, Cars on the Move, co-host of my Friday show, uh, live show, interview, guy extraordinaire. So thank you all so much. This really was a really interesting show. I was so glad that we could actually put our arms around the car certification process just for a minute. Because 20 modules and growing, there's a lot there. So let us know how we can help you. Got an idea for a show or something we need to talk about or a news article or a comment or a meme. Uh, you can send in the news, autotransportintel at gmail.com. We do not have a show tomorrow. I need uh, time to catch up. I'm getting kind of backed up on podcasts and marketing materials and etc. So um, if I'm slow to respond via email or social media, I apologize in advance. We'll be back Thursday on Dispatching Live. And, of course, Friday we have Michelle uh, from Ship Your Car Now with a dealer toolbox essentials. Thanks, everybody, so much for saying hello in the live chat and being a part of the show tonight. Really do appreciate it. One more round of applause. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, we will talk to you soon. Let me know how we can help. Here comes the car hauler. Stay safe. See you soon.